Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. In 1922, we began broadcasting under the call letters WGAZ, the world's greatest automotive zone. Now, we're your home for the fighting Irish of Notre Dame and the best sports talk in South Bend. Sports Radio 960 AM, WSBT. Celebrating 100 years of broadcasting in 2022. 29 minutes in front of 6 o'clock. Budweiser's weekday sports beat continues on your home of the Fighting Irish Sports Radio 960 WSBT. I'm Darren Pritchett. Well, I have a picture in my phone, or it's on social media, one of the two. And it's a picture of the, I guess it would have been the 2012 Notre Dame Hockey Regional up in New Hampshire. And some guys were getting ready to be interviewed by ESPN. And it was goaltender Mike Johnson Anders Lee and my next guest, TJ Tynan. I'm feeling really old since these guys are heading toward the age of 30 and 10 years have passed. They're having great, great careers in professional hockey. But you might remember TJ Tynan, an outstanding Notre Dame hockey player from 2010 to 2014. 54 goals, 107 assists, and 161 points. He is the reigning two-time American Hockey League Most Valuable Player. What a season last year with Ontario. 62 games, 14 goals, 84 assists, 98 points. To put it into perspective, he was one assist shy of tying the all-time AHL record, and he posted 1.58 points per game. That is the highest of any skater over a full AHL season in the last 15 seasons and this offseason signed a two-year contract with the Los Angeles Kings and it's great to have TJ Tynan back on the program. TJ, always great to talk to you. How are you? I'm great, yeah. It's great to talk to you too. Thanks for having me on. You bet. Thank you so much for your time. Always great to talk to you and what an amazing last couple of years you have had, including, boy, this last season, 1.58 points per game playing in the American Hockey League. How would you evaluate the season that you had? Um, yeah, no, like you said, it was it was a great year. Um, I was surrounded by a lot of talented and great people, not only my, my teammates, but um, a lot of coaches and staff and uh, and everyone that surrounded me was amazing. So um, for me, it was it was just about the people around me that, helped me do uh, those things and helped me have a great year. So, and it was great, um, a great group of people. So um, it was a, it was a blessing. I was very fortunate to, to have a great year and it was, it was a ton of fun. It wasn't exactly how we wanted it to end. We kind of had an early exit in playoffs, but um, overall it was a, it was a great year and, and a year that I'll uh, remember fondly. TJ, you played with a couple of different organizations. Is there that much difference in the style of play or how they want you to play going from organization to organization? Um, I mean, obviously like there's some systems that, you know, they'll, they'll have their own tweaks and their own, um, their own things and, and, and strategy and stuff like that. But for the most part, um, it's, it's, it's still hockey, right? And now obviously the game is turning where everyone wants to play fast and, and usually the faster teams winning most of the game. So, um, 
for me, um, in my experience, everyone's been kind of trying to preach similar things. Obviously, every team's going to have different systems and strategies and stuff like that. But, but moving from organization to organization isn't that uh, you know tough in that regard because at the end of the day, um, it is hockey. TJ, I talked to Irish head coach Jeff Jackson last night, and we got into a conversation about your former teammate and line mate, Anders Lee, the former captain of the Fighting Irish, now with the New York Islanders. And he mentioned that while at Notre Dame and heading to the Islanders, one thing that Anders worked on was foot speed, trying to become quicker. As you made the transition from Notre Dame to professional hockey, was there anything in particular that you had to work on, you felt like, in order to make a really good transition to pro hockey? Um, I think for me it was just, um, you know, I, I think for sure getting faster is, is everyone's goal. I mean, um, no matter how fast you are, the game is, is getting faster and faster every year. So for me it was just being as strong and as fast as I possibly could. But it was also the, you know, the mental side of things. Is it's, it's totally different than college hockey, right? All the teams play different systems and mm-hmm. it's a different schedule and stuff like that. So it was just, for me, it was, it was always just improving my speed and my strength, my shot. Um, and the mental side of it where you just have to adjust, you know, it's a totally different life being on campus at Notre Dame and then transitioning to pro hockey. So that, that part of it was definitely an adjustment. I think that's something I was, you know, working on for sure. But as you said, um, I think foot speed for everyone is a big thing. And for me, it was just getting stronger, being a smaller guy. I had to, you know, be able to go into the corners and, and hold my own. So that, that was definitely a, a focus for me. Former Irish hockey player T.J. Tynum, my guest here on WSBT Radio. You know, T.J., just going back to college, you had two games a week, normally on Friday and Saturday, and you could start working on the next team, you know, very early on in the week, trying to understand what their system is. And I know just being a part of road trips, the day of games that you have breakfast and you go through the video session, you learn more about the opposition that you're going to play later that night. In professional hockey, is there more focus just on yourself than the opposition? Do you spend much time focusing on the opposition just because you could have a couple of games in a row and things are just a whole lot different scheduling wise from college hockey to pro hockey? Yeah, I, I think um, I think day of day of the game or the day before, depending on when you know the staff wants to do their meetings, you definitely focus on the other team and and their you know unique characteristics, which every team obviously has, but. Well, like you said, for the most part, um, you know, when you do have that time to do video for the team, it is about yourselves. And, and for me, it's been, uh, I've been lucky enough to be on a lot of, a lot of great teams. So, um, I think a lot of the time the staff is preaching, you know, we're, as long as we dial in what we need to and we play our game, we're usually going to win the game. Right. So I think if you just focus on your team and, and I know it's cliche, but just enjoying the process of getting better each and every day and every week. I think that's going to benefit the team most uh, most of the time, and that's what a lot of the staffs I've had uh, have done. You know, TJ, one of my worst characteristics is patience. I, I don't have a lot of patience sometimes. I'm I'm ready to go, and I look at you. You have this MVP season for a second consecutive year. Had a great year with Ontario, the Colorado Eagles the year before. And you look at the organization you're with, the LA Kings. You got to play with them a couple of times this year. How do you stay patient and knowing, wow, I'm doing all these great things in the AHL, but yet wanting that opportunity to get up to the highest level? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously that's everyone's goal, right? But for me, it's um, 
it's, it's really not thinking about it too much. I think it's enjoying your teammates and enjoying um, playing hockey for a living each and every day. And for me, I just try to get better each and every practice and every game and, and learn as much as I can. And um, that's what I've been trying to do. So I don't think, you know, focusing on the end product or, you know, not being in the NHL or stuff like that is, is going to help me. I think it's just working on what I need to work on each day and getting better and enjoying my teammates. I've been a lot of, been around a lot of great people, players, staff, and it's, I've been enjoying it. So I, I don't think, uh, you know, for me, it's playing hockey for a living is you're never going to find me complaining. So it's just been getting better each day. And so I've been trying to do that. <laughs> so it sounds like control the controllables. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. You're gonna exactly. teach me patience because you have a lot more patience than I, <laughs> I ever have. I don't. I don't know if I could teach it. I think it's taken me a while to find it. So I don't. I don't know if I'm gonna be that teacher. <laughs> hey, one of my. You know, individuals that I was around with the Notre Dame hockey program that I have so much respect for on and off the ice is Cal Peterson, who is a goaltender in the L.A. Kings organization. He was with the big club most of the year, but I know you've spent time around Cal Peterson. Just kind of give me your thoughts on being around Cal, the person, and also the type of goaltender he's turned into. Uh, Well, yeah, I mean, first of all, he's an incredible person. He's, you know one of the, the best people to be around and get to know. Um, obviously, I wasn't with him at Notre Dame, but I've got to know him over the years, and especially this last year, uh, living in the same area and being around him um, once in a while. So he's a great person, and he's amazing to be around. But as a goalie, I think the obviously his skill set's unbelievable, but just how competitive he is and how hard he works. He wants to get better each day, and he wants to stop every single puck. And you can tell when he doesn't, you know, he sometimes he you can tell his competitive fire is just incredible. So that's the thing for me that stuck out the most. I mean, obviously, his, his skill set and his ability is, is off the charts. Obviously, he just signed a, a, a great new extension with LA last year. So, But for me, it's been the competitive fire you see that he brings each and every day. It's been the most impressive thing. TJ Tynan, former Irish hockey player, joining me here on WSBT Radio. Has there ever been a moment since you turned pro that you're playing in a game and all of a sudden you're stride for stride or you're hit by a former teammate or someone you know from Notre Dame and you're kind of like, wow, this is really, really strange? Um, I'm, not so, I'm not sure if I'm trying to think. I don't think anything during the game, but, um, you know, usually in warm-ups you'll see guys and you'll, you'll just give a chuckle. Um, <laughs> yeah, like playing against, you know, Anders, like to see him in warm-ups, I'm staring across the right line at you just, you know, you know how Anders is. You can be a joker. So that was <laughs> that was probably one of the things that made me laugh. But um, and I got to play against Riley as well, which is always it's always good to see him. Nothing during the game where it's like, oh, this is weird. But just seeing the guy across from me that you know so well, and you know you've been in so many fun and different situations with, and then you see him out in the NHL sheet of ice, and it's just funny to see him, and you both just start to laugh. I think that's been the most uh, memorable memorable thing for me for sure. Well, I put forth the argument that your class has to be considered, if not the best, in the top three recruiting classes that Notre Dame has ever had in hockey. I mean, you think about Anders, you, Jeff Costello, Kevin Lynn, Shane Tacker. I mean, the list goes on and on. You guys did some amazing things, including helping get the team to the Frozen Four your freshman year. How much do you appreciate your time at Notre Dame and being a part of that class? Because it seems like through the years that class has stayed pretty tight. Yeah, I mean, like you said, that's what I was going to say. We've, we've stayed pretty tight over the years, so I think that's the most special thing about it. But obviously we we had a big class too. There's 12 of us, so uh, that in itself made it pretty fun. You know, there was 
you're always with someone doing something. You know, there there was you're always on the same page as someone, no matter how busy the schedule's got. You always had a a buddy to do something with. So, um, yeah, I mean, obviously everyone everyone was tremendous hockey players, and it was amazing to to be on that talent of a team. And even the class, you know, we had guys in front of us and behind us to to play with and practice each and every day. It was just it was unbelievable. So for me, it's it's four years that I'll never forget, and it was four of the best years of my life and the most fun years of my life. So. For me, it was um, you know I'll never I'll never forget it, and it's something that I'll look look back and just cherish for sure. I need you to help me because one of the most frustrating things that I hear when the Notre Dame hockey team is on national TV is there's a tendency for the broadcasters to always talk about Notre Dame is a defensive minded hockey team. Now I know better. I'm in the video sessions. I, I yeah. think TJ that we're a puck con- puck possession program because if we have the puck the other team can't shoot and score so that's playing pretty good defense by controlling the puck how would you tell the world what the Notre Dame hockey program is all about in terms of offense and defense well if anyone's going to say that just call coach Pooley and he'll have a nice argument with him I'm sure (laughs) but um um No, uh, no, seriously. I mean, like you said, um, I mean, when I was there, that was not, you know, we never, you know, sat back and played defense. We wanted the puck and we wanted to play fast and we wanted to play with the puck. And I think that's what we did most of the time. Obviously there's weekends where you're, you're a little off, but we had some, some tremendous years. So I think for us, it was, it was not that at all. And I'm not sure why, where the rap, maybe it's, you know, we've had some great goalies. Maybe they just <laughs> we didn't give up many goals and they were stopping. Maybe that's why people think that, but um, I think some, you know, when we were there, every every year guys had tremendous offensive seasons. I think if if you're playing a defensive system, that you don't you don't see that ever, right? So I think that in itself can prove some people wrong. Mm. Is it kind of funny to think back where Notre Dame hockey used to play at on campus and where they play now? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I I obviously got one year in there, but <laughs> that was my freshman year, and we had, I liked it. I loved it. It was it was great. We had some great great uh, great games, some great series. We played BC that year. And that was an unreal atmosphere. We played that Miami series where we both went to two shootouts. That was with whiteouts. That was a blast. I mean, so I never, I look back and I, I love the, the old rink, but yeah, nothing can really compare to the new rink. I think everyone can agree that is, that's a facility that is top notch. And in the, you know, the 0.001% of hockey facilities I've seen. So um, yeah, it's, it's definitely a little different, but I, I, I loved it all. The old Joyce Center locker room, you couldn't see everybody from your seat, right? Yeah, there was uh, yeah there was some some corners you had to peek around if you were looking to yell at someone, but uh, but uh, yeah, it was still it was still a blast, and it's still you know like I said, it was my freshman year, so it was it was obviously a, a super fun year for everyone. Now you spent some time with the Colorado Avalanche organization. In fact, you got into sixteen games a couple of years ago with the Avalanche. How many friends or former teammates would you say that you played with in Colorado that experienced winning a Stanley Cup this spring? Oh yeah, there was there was a bunch. Um, I mean, um, I mean, all of them. They were they're all great to me. There's obviously some guys that I was closer with that. Um, you know, some of the younger guys that, that just broke in this year, the year before that I was, that I was really tight with. Um, JC Compers, a Chicago guy that mm-hmm. I've known. So it was awesome to see him win. And then their staff actually is the staff I uh, had in Cleveland. My first two, my first uh, okay. two years pro. So that was awesome to see the coaches, coaches win as well. So there, I couldn't say enough good things about that team, about, you know, the NHL veteran guys, the younger guys, the coaches. So I was, I was really happy to see them all, uh, 
win that ultimate goal. I want to ask you one other thing in terms of college hockey to the NHL. We saw something very unusual last year with the Minnesota Gophers goaltender Jack LaFontaine in the middle of the season leaving and going to help out the Carolina Hurricanes. Not something that happens very often, but TJ, it's not something that happens in the NFL or Major League Baseball or the NBA. It's so strange. Just from your standpoint, you were drafted by Columbus. Did you ever feel pressure from that organization that you need to leave or you need to do this, you need to do that? I mean, is there pressure on a lot of college players to be, I guess, pushed by NHL teams to go pro sooner than maybe they want to? Um, I mean, I can't speak for anyone else. I never felt pressured, and I think it was – they were respectful. If I, you know, if guys wanted to decide to leave, they could leave, and they were okay with that decision. And But I never felt pressure in my situation. I'm, I can't speak for anyone else, but – I know that uh, Coach Jackson and the staff at Notre Dame does an incredible job of gauging whether, you know, it is time for this guy to turn pro if he's ready or if he needs another year. So um, I can't speak for anyone else. I'm sure there's been situations in different schools that, you know, who knows, I can't speak for them. But for us at Notre Dame, I know that it's it's a good situation. You have the, the staff who have your back, has your back, and yep. if, you, if they feel you're ready, they'll tell you and – and if you're not, you need another year and you can come back and develop and get stronger with hero in the gym and, and get better on the ice with the coaches. So I think they do a great job of gauging that. College hockey has done an amazing job of getting players so ready. It's almost hurting college hockey because with the salary caps, it's almost cheap labor to bring in college guys to, you know, wrap up your roster. So college hockey is doing such an amazing job, TJ. It almost feels like sometimes it works against them because of the product that they're delivering to pro teams. Yeah, I mean, especially with the, the flat cap that's been going on in the NHL the last few years. I mean, every team's looking for that that one, you know, slightly cheaper contract to help yep. them out. So, yeah, I mean, that's, I, I'm just it's, I'm happy to see that college hockey is developing so many uh, so many great players and they're and they're having such great careers in the in the NHL. Hey, I talked to your pal Kevin Lynn last week on the program, and I got an earful about the White Sox struggles. I'm trying to remember: Are you a White Sox fan? And do you hear the same things from Lynn? I yeah I am a White Sox fan and yeah well I'll hear the same things from him once in a while um, especially early on in the year obviously the White Sox he had some high hopes and you know I'm not going to comment on all those but um, and and what's going on but yeah Kevin's uh, Kevin's dial in you know how big of a sports fan he is especially <laughs> baseball and especially the White Sox so he'll usually uh, he'll give us a vent once in a while about how much he's how frustrated he is with them so that's always. Uh, and unfortunately, I'm right there with them, so I can't. You know, I'm, I'm shaking my head with them too. So it's always it's always fun to see uh, and hear him uh, do his thing. Yeah, he sent me a pic from the ballpark the other night. This is my 15th game, and he wrote, "Why do I continue to do this to myself?" So yeah, yeah, he he's uh, he he loves going to the games, and I I, I remember I, it must have been a couple weeks ago they were up and they they had a big time letdown and they lost, and of course he's sitting there probably just shaking his head but yeah it's i'm right there with them for sure hey tj great to catch up with you and again congratulations on all your success i mean back-to-back mvp awards in the american hockey league and i hope you have a terrific training camp and we see you skating around los angeles with the kings this year and hopefully you're scoring some goals to help cal peterson pick up wins and goal for (laughs) the la kings that would be so cool to see but continued success to you and Great to talk to you as always, and hopefully we can catch up with you down the road. 
Awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. It's great talking to you. You Hopefully as we well. Can talk soon. You bet. That's awesome. That's TJ Tynan, former Irish hockey player, now in the LA Kings organization. We're back in a moment, 550 at Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 